Hey, welcome to the All Together Podcast. My name is Bianca and I am your podcast host. I know as well as anyone that life can be messy when you are following God, figuring out relationships, and learning how to be a healthy adult. I hope this podcast encourages you, makes you laugh, and helps you grow a little closer to Jesus. Oh, I'll be spilling all the tea, so get your cups ready. Hello and welcome back to the All Together Podcast. Thank you so much for joining today. If you are new here, we are on all different platforms on video. We are on Spotify video, we are on YouTube, and we are on Apple Podcasts. And so if you haven't already, like, subscribe, and then we're also on Instagram at All Together Podcast, and you can see little clips, you can see encouragement, all those things. We love that you're here. Um, The All Together Podcast is all about navigating the messy things of life, whether it's singleness or dating or relationships or it's adulting or it's um, things like uh, hormonal health or um, like women's health. And we also just focus on our walks with God as well. And so if any of those things relate to you, you are in the right place. Uh, today's episode is going to be a fun one. It's with one of my friends. His name is Bryce Darby. Uh, we go way back. Uh, so since I think we were like 14 or 13 years old. We just immediately became the best of friends. And we have just been navigating uh, <laughs> through our 20s. Um, and even just like, even in high school too, just navigating the the life of a Christian young adult navigating dating relationships friendship with the opposite gender etc etc and so i could not think of a better person to have on my podcast today to talk about relationships and things like that other than my friend bryce so bryce welcome to the all together podcast wow i'm so honored that's so kind you know i still think i have that book that you gave me in high school the i kiss dating goodbye oh gosh (laughs) (laughs) i never don't like it anymore but I, I'm pretty sure I still have that in my library, and it, it cracks me up that you you were what 16 and you handed this to me because you were like Bryce, you need to stop dating. I'm like, all right, and then I think we definitely flipped <laughs> and our perspectives. Okay, what the heck? I didn't even remember I gave you that book. What was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, you gave it to me. You, actually, you, no, we weren't even 16 because this was before I was a Christian. I think you okay. were 16. And I was 15 or 14. And uh, yeah, because I was I was like, you just date around and then you find out who you want to marry. Mm-hmm. And I would say I, I don't follow that perspective, even though I know a lot of godly people do now. So <laughs> yeah, that's why I want to brace on the podcast, because we kind of have differing views on relationships and dating. And um, it's still like, I do think that both of our views are still good and they're still godly, but they're just different. And I think it just shows that like in Christian communities, you know, every, every community, I think, I mean, even like culturally too, everyone just views Christian dating so differently. And why do they do that? It's because dating is not in the Bible. And so it was all about arranged marriages back then. Lord help us. That's right. So listen, you know, sometimes I think we need to go back to it, but... (laughs) Really? <laughs> You're like, uh, 
maybe I regret bringing him back on this bike. I know. Get out of here. No. Um, but Bryce and I, we always joke around. So if you hear us just like cracking up about something stupid, just go along with it. Just a forewarning. Love um, also, do not read I Kiss Dating Goodbye. You will. That is not a good book. It has like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not here to endorse that book at all. Like that is not my book. Uh, a lot of women especially have been really hurt by that book. So just a disclaimer. <laughs> also, why do you have it? Like, th- burn it, you know? I don't know. <laughs> do you have it? <laughs> I'm very curious. It's somewhere in my library here. Oh, Lord. Well, don't let anyone read it. So, um, Okay, so today we're going to be talking about what Christian guys are looking for in Christian women. I think a lot of times when I see, like, a lot of content on social media, I, I usually see, like, what girls should be looking for in guys and maybe it's just because all my uh, like content creators maybe that's because they're mostly women I don't know but I just thought it would be good if we could take a dive into that um but first let's give a little backstory on Bryce Bryce are you dating right now are you single are you actively pursuing someone give us the tea this this is my time to advertise myself (laughs) I'm just kidding I currently am single I uh, got out of a long uh, relationship probably about a year ago at this point. And um, the relationship was like a year and a half. So really loved that woman. But, you know, now I'm in the season where I'm drawing closer to, to my father and I'm learning more about life. So mm, so why, do you, why are you choosing to stay single right now and not, like, try dating girls or you know, going on dates or things like that? Um, I mean, I would say for the first six months of this year, maybe seven or eight, uh, it was because healing. I mean, when you're like genuinely in love with someone, I don't think that that just goes away overnight, despite, you know, if say the other person wronged you or however the circumstance might've ended. Um, you know, when you're in love with somebody, it's, a uh, a tight connection there so mm-hmm. i needed to take time to process uh all of that more than that in the sense of this person is no longer in my life though they were a huge part of it for a year and a half and then be okay with with that absence mm-hmm. so learning the, that navigating those waters and then now i'm just in the sense of okay like i'm healed i could go out and date i'm not like closed off to it However, I think that as cheesy as it is, I know like singleness is a gift. It really is. I think it's in this year that I've learned, wow, when I get married, I'll never be single again. So it's like from this point on, the, the opportunities I have, the not, like someone not staying up and waiting for me or like, you know, having to depend on me or me depend on them, like just the, this freedom of being single where I can be completely devoted and focused on the Lord and anything else that's in front of me is, you know, unique in this time. So I want to take advantage of it. Yeah, for sure. And how old are you? I'm 26. Okay. So you're in your mid twenties. Huh? So you're in your mid twenties. I am in my mid twenties. Yes. Yeah. I think a lot of times when I hear like advice about like, I'm choosing to stay single right now, I usually hear that from like people in their early twenties. And so I think it's refreshing to hear that like you're walking closely with God as a man and that you're choosing to like set your eyes on him 
right now in this season and that you're seeing as a gift because I think there's like such a big lie in Christian culture that like there are not guys out there that are seeking after God and like doing it in a really like pure and holy way and I think um I think guys get a lot of bad rep um and rightfully so there are some reasons why (laughs) but I do think it's like yeah let this be a hope for you if you're listening there are godly men out there that are seeking after God right now and like Bryce you're going to be an incredible husband one day because you have chosen to like just like listen and tune in to what God wants for you in this season and like you just got you just moved to a new state you have this incredible job at this university and you are building all these friendships Bryce is like Mr. Popular he knows everybody it's the most annoying thing like how do you know everyone it doesn't make sense it's very annoying so I just think that's just who you are and so just to encourage you just like keep keep it up keep up the faith because I think that um it's refreshing to hear that as a man of God that you are walking um this walk with the Lord and you're choosing to do it in like a, a the right way so thank you I do appreciate that encouragement because it absolutely like it's so funny it's always easier said than done because yeah. trust me there are plenty of nights and plenty of times where I'm just like man like you know it it, it can be lonely and I'm like mm-hmm. man like I'm lonely I would love to have somebody where I could just come home to um but it's it's that taking the perspective of okay where is the blessings where are the benefits because that's just how life is right like if, yeah it could be negative and just focus on the negative things. But if you focus on what's positive, if you focus on the goodness of God, uh, and that doesn't mean neglect what's bad, but just like accepting it, processing, processing it, and then giving it back to the Lord. Like, this is where my heart's at. Mm-hmm. He's going he's gonna to bless you. So I do appreciate that encouragement because it can definitely be hard sometimes. Oh, it's 100% hard out here. And the thing is, is like, I think everyone is so focused and fixated on like, finding the one and be dating and stuff. But then sometimes we we neglect that singleness piece of like, okay, like you said, you'll never be single again. And so it's like, this is the only time that you have the freedom, the flexibility, you have... um yeah, you're not responsible for anyone. Like this is a time, so take advantage of it. The first season, first episode, me and my friend Natalia talked about this, but it's like live out your life and like don't just expect or wait for your spouse because at the end of the day, like it's your life. Live it to the fullest. And so I think you do that really well. Thank you. I appreciate Yeah. And I will say, because I know that a lot of this podcast is going to be about what men are looking for, like Christian godly men are looking for yeah. Christian godly women. Uh, however, I know that in this season, this season, and I would say that this is an encouragement for men and women, um, in order for me to find that wonderful godly woman that I'm looking for to have all the traits and criteria that I want, I have to fit that as a man. I have to yeah. do that work inside of me in order to be able to attract that or draw that and find that and keep that um, type of woman. So yeah, that's that's what I'm doing in this season. That's good. Yeah. The more we work on ourselves to become more like Christ, then we can attract someone who is also doing the same thing. And I think that's where you hit gold. Amen. Yeah. Okay. So give us the 411 Bryce like you got a lot of guy friends clearly and again he's Mr. Popular so you have a lot of guy friends I'm sure that you guys have talked all about this also Bryce went to Liberty University and Liberty is known for 90% of their students they get married or they're engaged by the time they graduate 
college. I mean, that in and of itself is crazy. And this man graduated single. <laughs> so, That's right. Listen, and uh, pr- proudly. Beating the yeah. odds, always standing out. And what can I say? It just, it only makes sense. Only- yeah. He, it was a thing. I think uh, I remember in college, I was like, so are you going to, are you, are you going to get married? Like what's going on? And he's like, no, I, I, I want to beat the statistics and be that like 10%. So <laughs> I thought that was funny. I was even saying it jokingly too. Cause I'm like, Lord, if you want to make something happen, I'm not. Right. Right, right, right. But at the same time, I'm, I'm so happy that I took those four years, especially to the younger audience. Like I th- I feel like around me, I was so surrounded by people who were just like, I want to find my spouse, find my spouse. As you were saying earlier. Yeah. And it's like, I did, I accomplished so much in my undergraduate years mm-hmm. uh, by just being single. And part of the reason why I know so many people that I do now is that I just had that freedom and yeah. my attention not being divided uh, with, you know, a specific individual where I can just be friends with everyone. And that's not saying you can't be friends with people when you're in a relationship. Yeah. But, you know, you obviously want to be with your person more. Yeah. Um, when you're in a relationship so no for sure you have more time on your hands i mean you just do it's just what it is so Mm -hmm. okay so so what what do christian guys look for in a woman like tell us still the tea well we want to know she has to wake up at 5 a.m uh start (laughs) she has to take care of cattle She has to have to take care of serving girls and make yes. sure, you know, a we- hair, she's like weaving and walks like goats. And... <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I would say the, the very first thing, and I know it's extremely cliche, but uh, she has to love Jesus. And to delve deeper into that, it's not just like, a, oh, hey, like I'm a Christian too. It's uh no, like I love Jesus. He is my Lord. He's my God. He's my father. He is my everything and all in all. And I, there'll never be a day that I love you or my family or anybody else more than him. And mm-hmm. it's like, when I find somebody like that, you know, that you can have something special with him. Mm-hmm. So I would say loves Jesus in that manner. I, believe, I strongly believe in being equally yoked. And that's not just in the sense of, Oh, you're a Christian. I'm a Christian. We could be together. No, that also means maturity-wise too. Like, yeah. how, where where's your walk with Christ at? So that's one. I think a lot of times, like um, as Christians, especially with cultural Christianity, we're like, oh yeah, like I check the box. I go to church like on occasion. But it's like what you're saying is you're looking for, and Christian other Christian guys are looking for someone who is devoted, who is wholeheartedly chasing after Jesus. And I think the reason why this is so important is because when it comes to things like handling conflict, forgiveness, um, discerning, um, like showing kindness, uh, showing Christ to the other person, uh, showing empathy and compassion, like all these things should be rooted in Christ. And I'm not saying if you're not a believer, you can't um, have those things. But I do think the Holy Spirit gives us a supernatural ability to love someone like he does because Christ lives in us. And so I think if we are focused on the Lord and our eyes are on the Lord, I mean, he's going to give you direction. He's going to give you the peace to move forward. He's going to give you confirmations to move forward. And you want to have that um, in the other person. That's right. A hundred percent. Like I know as amazing, wonderful, and loving that 
I am and can be. <laughs> I can be a lot also. Yeah, like, he can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I know I can be a bit much and people can get tired of me. Or sometimes, <laughs> you know, my uh uh what do you call it like the gauge of where oh taking things too far might you know be a little blurry so i need somebody that's graceful and loving and understanding yeah. in all those ways that i will be for them you know yeah. so and that you can only find that when you see christ and you die to yourself and you see that perfect example of mm-hmm. what love is mm-hmm yeah, I think I think that's a good indicator too is we want to love like Christ loves and it's like that love is supernatural because he laid down his life for his friends. And so I think and for the world and for humanity. And it's not just like it's like the way that Jesus loved was supernatural. That's right. Like he loved despite people betraying him. He loved despite people rejecting him. Knowing good and well like like Judas, you know, like he still chose to love Judas despite knowing that he would one day reject him. And so I think there is something supernatural about the love of Christ that if we can tap into that, especially in relationships, it like forces us to really work that muscle to be like, what does Christ's love really look like? And so, yeah, I just, that is the ultimate thing. We want to find people who love the Lord like we do. That's right. The Bible says there's no greater love than this, that a man will lay down his life uh, for his friends. And it's, when you understand that where love is not just a feeling, but a choice, a decision, yep. despite if your friends are doing great or not, like, oh, these are like the amazing friends. Peter fell asleep. Yeah. Uh, you know, was nowhere to be found. The only disciple that was to be found when Jesus was on the cross was John. Yeah. Other than that, where were the other 11? You Literally know, scattered, <laughs> scattered. And then even after Christ died, all the miracles that he did they still doubted doubted him yeah. and jesus is like no i'm mm-hmm. don't worry i'm coming back and he still yeah. comes back for us mm-hmm. like, so the fact that you can have that love and then incorporate it into a relationship which is why she has to have christ as her foundation where it's like you know what let me die to myself let me love this other person individual and then you seek that in another person because if that's your actions and the person doesn't equate that, then they're just going to be taken from you yeah. and you get drained. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a it's not a fun position to be in. It is not. <laughs> no. <laughs> OK, what's another thing that guys are looking for? I mean, I, it's, I would like I like to always say it depends on the individual, too. Like, you know, everybody has their preferences, whether it be look or um personality traits like i love a girl who has has a good humor like that can be funny and also take a joke you know Mm that's like you could say something and not everything has to be so serious yeah so yeah i mean i think humor and joy and make up a good relationship to be able to laugh together because life is so serious very much so like oh my goodness there's so many things in life as I get older, like I thought I saw a lot when I was a kid. Of yeah. course, we all do. <laughs> but it's just like, as you get older, it's like, oh, my goodness. Like, there's so many broken people out here. There's yeah. so much trauma. Like, when I go home, I don't want to be at war. Like, I want mm-hmm. to have peace in my house. I want us to be a unit, not just, you know, oh, like, we're playing against each other sometimes, here and that. It's like, no, like, I want to come back 
to my rib, my partner, like be one with this person and say, Hey, you know, this, this day was rough. And we pray with each other. We work with each other. Like I would say that's another thing too, that I would, that I'm looking for and like love about godly women is a woman of prayer. Like if she mm. prays, oh, <laughs> I can't. if she's praying, I mean, look, it says the, the prayers of the righteous availeth much. And when the Bible also talks about how when you pray, you know, and we come before the throne room of grace to this great throne where God sits on um, high above the earth. He says, no, come to me. What, what, what is your concerns? Give, tell me the desires of your heart so I can grant them according mm-hmm. to my will. And if she lives according to God's will, what she's praying for is going to be answered. So I, I want her on my team. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's just a winning situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, because I think we forget the power of prayer. And like, I have, I have married friends now that they're like, I just wanted my husband to change this. and I wanted him to do something different. And then they're like, I stopped bringing it up. And I just went to God in prayer. And they're like, the next day, my husband changed his actions. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> wow. I said, exactly. look at God on their side. Praise God. Right? Come on now. Like, I need her prayers to get me straight. <laughs> so what's another thing like, uh, outside of faith? that you think that you've seen like a lot of Christian guys look for? Oh, that's a lot of Christian guys look for. Um, I would say, um, and I know that this is a conversation that you and I have had uh, plenty of times and I've had with just men plenty of times is finding a woman who is like secure and genuinely happy in her like femininity, Mm -hmm. like, happy being a feminine woman not having to take on a lot of masculine energy because i'm there's a lot of times where for women you know whether it's a single mother household or something you have to take on uh more masculine roles sometimes um but for a woman who is searching for uh, a spouse knowing when to if she needs to put that hat on put it on but when operating with a young man, knowing when to take it off and really just like stun a room by just walking in it when she's in her feminine energy is something that is so beautiful. Yeah, it's a that's an area that I am personally like researching on and growing in because I think our culture, we're very much like we're boss babes, you know, like <laughs> here like doing a million and five things and i think that like we're starting businesses we're doing all these things we're operating in this masculine energy and i think that's beautiful and i love that women can be passionate and that they're doing what god's calling them to do but i also think there's something beautiful about a woman who can cultivate both where maybe at work they are opulent they are in their masculine energy but then when they're with their significant other they can lean back and just like receive and just be soft and feminine and um, just more gracious and graceful. And I think towards their like uh, towards their boyfriend or fiance or husband. And I think there's something really beautiful about that. Um, I do think it's a hard thing to challenge nowadays. I think maybe in the past it was a lot easier, but I do think that there are so many resources out there that can really help you to learn how to even like speak to men and learning the art of being able to just let go and not have to control everything. I think there's just so much beauty in that. 
What's another thing that guys look for? Uh, how one of them is, I would say, a girl's relationship with the father. Okay. I think that with that, um, knowing that not every girl is afforded the opportunity to have a relationship with her dad, yeah. whether he left the picture and he, or is like abusive and she tried and it's just very unhealthy relationship. Um, one, like this is not negating you or saying like your forfeit of being a great wife because you didn't have a relationship with your dad. Like, no, I know some extremely, extremely godly, beautiful, wonderful women who are like great wives now, uh, but they didn't have a relationship with their dad. And that's something that they, that they struggled with. Um, but to like their credit, what they did is they recognized that problem and they said, you know what, let me remember that I have a father in heaven who, though I don't see him, like he gives me that love and everything that I need. So um, what we look for, what I look for as a man of God is someone who has a good relationship with her father. And if she doesn't, someone who's worked through that. So I want to uh, want to give encouragement to those who don't have the opportunity. And it's like, that doesn't mean that you can't be a great wife or you can't yeah. love men properly. Like you absolutely can when you center yourself on Christ and see that perfect love that Bianca and I were talking about, where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm dying to myself. Here's somebody that actually died for me and gave yeah. me everything. So everything that I feel like I'm lacking He's offering it to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so beautiful when you can find a woman uh, who's in that position. And it's just like, wow, like Christ loves me and I'm fulfilled in that. And it's like, ooh, that, that's even more of an example, actually, where it's like she really is. Op- she, she's walked through that and she's in tune with the father. Mm-hmm. So it's very attractive. And then a girl who does have a dad and it's a good dad and it's treated her right, it's like, okay, how does she how does she treat her dad? Is she respectful to him? Is she mm-hmm. appreciative of the things that he's done for her? Or is she like, oh, like, I want more, give me more, or whatever you do is not good enough. It's like, ooh, well, you know, how, how she responds in that relationship is probably going to be how she responds in your marriage. So. Yeah. yeah, I think, you know, like, because you can still get a woman who grew up with the father who was in the home but that at the end of the day it's all about that relationship how active their father was in their life because i mean i know several several girls that are like my dad was never home but like my parents are still together you know and so i think that's a big one but another a good practical i think for a girl who maybe didn't grow up with her father is um find a female mentor who's been married and like ask to have dinner with her and her husband. And I think that's a great way to glean from a father figure. Um, also like keeping and keeping it in an appropriate uh, way. Cause yeah. I think it gets a little complicated when like women are reaching out to men and like the whole one-on-one thing, especially if they're older, it gets complicated in the church. Many yeah. scandals have come from that. But I think if we really hone into like, okay, how can I interact with a father figure in an appropriate way? get to know their wives and like do things you know they might invite you over to a family gathering or they might invite you to over to a dinner or they might have you come over and help with the kids one night and so i think that there's definitely different ways to glean from fathers without um having a father yourself that's right 
And also uh, what would help in the sense of like being just around masculine love and knowing how to navigate those waters, get some good godly brothers. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I love about our youth group growing up is that we we had an array of just individuals with different personalities. Yes, very different. Uh, very different. But, man, we had a brotherhood and a sisterhood. Yeah. Actually, um, I, I share this whenever I share my testimony. It's like that youth group is what well, a huge factor of why I came to know Christ. Because mm-hmm. the Bible says they would know that uh, you belong to me by the love that you have for one another. And yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, didn't know that scripture at the time because I wasn't saved, but I knew that what you guys had, I wanted to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And then when I became a part of it, you see where it's just like, this is my sister. Like, I know that she didn't come from the same mom with the same dad, mm-hmm. yet somehow by the blood of Jesus, I am closer than even my own blood sister or blood brother that yeah. doesn't know Christ. Yep. You know, so there's a get some of those brothers get into that friend group in the circles, develop those healthy relationships. It's like, wow, like there are good men out there, good God fearing men who can love me without having a sexual connotation to it or be expecting something, be expecting something from me. uh, That's not just an appreciation, you know, but has a maybe underlying goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's another that's another way because through the years, I think, especially in our youth group, that was a way that I was always so blessed is by my male friends. And I think men have an ability to speak to women in a certain way, like to encourage them to build them up. And women have an ability to speak to men in an encouraging way, too. It like impacts our hearts in a very different way. And I think when you do it in an appropriate way, it really can be impactful and really could change the way that you view God, the way you view yourself and like the way that, you know, just the way that you are. And so I think it's just those friendships are really important as well. Very much so, because, hey, look, I, I taught you everything that you know, and, you know, in this podcast, oh, please. Able to bless others. Uh-huh. It's, it's possible, people. <laughs> so annoying. But yeah, no, I agree with you. It's, it, there's so much truth in that friend. So get it. There's uh, there's a friend that's taking closer to you. Okay, one one final question before we wrap up is: What can girls do to show interest in a guy? I'm glad you asked. Um, whenever my sisters in the friend group they ask uh-huh. me this question, I say, I mean, it's silly because I know guys. We are a little bit more oblivious than mm-hmm. women. All right. Yes. And I'll point out the obvious because you guys complain how we don't see it. But there's definitely some things that we do. Like, for instance, if you flutter your eyes and, you know, like stop and you let your hand drag a little longer than you do for everybody else, it's like, is that flirting or friendly? You know, it's like, I, if you're consistent with it, we pick up on it. So I'd say that there's, stuff like that and then i will also say um that may not be preached too often nowadays is how you interact with each guy usually is something that signifies or i can easily read are you flirting with me or are you just being friendly with me like you're friendly with everybody else like i would say that that's something that i also appreciated from our youth group um a couple of young ladies specifically i have in mind but it's like they how they treated each guy was very different than how they treated the guy that they were interested in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ooh, like, okay, 
it's it's evident, you know? Like there's a way that you can love somebody and be friendly with them, instead of being friendly, everything like that. How I'm friendly towards my sisters is not gonna be the same way that I'm friendly towards, hey, like somebody that I'm interested in being more than just a friend with. So I would say definitely having a couple of distinguishing features like batting your eyes or like hitting and dragging a little bit longer. Not hitting and dragging. <laughs> like, stop it. Bianca, you know, good one. You do that. <laughs> I don't know why you're like, no, no, not him hitting. I'm like, bro. I like, if anything. Yeah, a lot of my friends have been like, you're so good at that. It's just the the pat on the shoulder and then slowly going down your arm. It's just, that's the way to do it. You're so funny. But it's, yeah, you know? exactly. Because uh, when you laugh at a joke of his that isn't that funny, but like you're like crying, <laughs> I'm like, she likes me. Like, she won't me. <laughs> okay, so how, how do girls know if a guy's into them? Oh, good question. That's a great question because I think there's a couple ways that can go. For me, I usually, I usually don't get nervous around girls. Like I, like I grew up with women. Um, I have a lot of very beautiful friends, so like beautiful girls don't intimidate me. But if I'm nervous around you, that's uh, a that's a good indicator because I'm just comfortable. I'll be me in any setting. You throw me in a random youth group, I'll make at least ten friends before I leave. You know, it's that's like, correct. That's <laughs> that's that's just who I am. But if I'm nervous around the girl that I'm interested in, and I talk to a lot of guys, and they're like, yeah, like, I don't know. It's just something different about it. Like, I'll talk to her, and I'll just say, uh, I put my foot in my mouth, and then just look stupid. It's like, there's just something about that, that when you are feminine and we enjoy your company, we just sound stupid. So if a guy sounds stupid when he talks to you, unless he's a little uh, slow, he probably likes you. (laughs) I mean, I think another way that guys, from my experience, is like they'll linger in conversation. Well, this is a good way for a girl to do it, too, is they linger in conversation. (laughs) But if if you also have a guy that's asking about you a lot, and like he asks his friends about you uh, or like ask your friends about you in the sense of what kind of person you are, I think that's a good indicator. Mm. That's a good one, too. I think that's just, like, good in general to do is just, like, ask around. <laughs> okay, one final question for you is how would you encourage your sisters in Christ in their waiting season while they're waiting for their husbands? Um, advice waiting. that I would give to a girl who's in the waiting period, uh, like, for her husband and wants to be married, my advice is when we die, we're going to die alone. And it's important to remember that as you're going through life, it at the end of the day, when you go to heaven and you're presented before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, who loves you so much to the extent that he gave his son, his one and only son, to die on a cross for you, um, but not just stay dead, rise again, and now offer eternity with you to be co-heirs with him. That gospel message is that that's what you're going to be living with for eternity. That's good. So in this this short time period that, you know, you might find yourself married for 50 years, 20 years, um, you know, whatever the time period might be, 
for eternity, we're going to be walking with our father in glory. Mm -hmm. And it's like, as much as like, we know this to be true, it, we have to preach the, the gospel to ourselves every day because we'll be like the angels when we go to heaven. There won't be any marriages. You mm -hmm. won't be bound to your husband then. So enjoy this time now that you have with the Lord. And then also, uh, almost as important as that, but not quite, um, focus on becoming the person that you want to be with. Mm -hmm. So it's like, as I'm in my, and I think this is universal for guys and girls. As I'm a man and I'm looking for a godly, like a beautiful, godly woman, I'm like, wait a minute, do I have the traits and the attributes and the patience and the relationship where it would draw the type of woman who wants to raise my kids with to um, just live life with and laugh and have fun and go travel and do all these new experiences? So that's my that's my advice. Preach the gospel to yourself every day because when you die, you die alone, and <laughs> that's that's the reality of it. Take it, take that as cynical if you want, but if you see the beauty behind it, it's like when we die, we're yeah. literally to be absent from the bodies, be present with the Lord. That's so. It, it, it I know, like death, like okay, this is veering off, but one of my favorite passages. Um, it comes from Philippians, and it's when Paul writes uh, to live as Christ, right? We all know to live as Christ, die as gain. But in the Greek, uh, during that time, uh, one of the famous sayings was don ton Christas, like life is good. So their understanding of that then, okay, if life is good, death is bad. Hmm. But by Paul just switching one letter saying don ton Christos, he completely revolutionizes the whole way of thinking because he says, no, to live is Christ. Mm -hmm. And therefore to die is gain because to be absent from this body, to be away from this world, because right now we're just sojourners. This is not our own. We get to be present with the one who loves us perfectly. Mm -hmm. The man that you're with that can reflect a little bit of the light of the imperfect love um, that he is showing through you, you're in the perfect love, in the perfect presence of God. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, know that as you go day to day, that's what you're living for. It's not to be with someone. Like, that's, that's what good. we live for. That's really good. So, okay, Bible lesson. That's my, that's my encouragement. Yeah, Bryce used to, he went to, you know, Christian University, got his master's and... I might be a jack of all traits. Uh, getting my master's next semester, you know, looking to have a few babies and take care of a woman. But <laughs> until I get there. But he's not available. He's saying he doesn't want anyone's numbers. But you should still slide in. I'll tag him. <laughs> my Instagram is not. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, but that's the that is I think the beauty that I found in this year. Yeah, and um. The beauty that I take with me, even in the lonely, uh, lonely nights or the times where it's just you feel like there's no hope, whether it be for a spouse, whether it be for the things that you're trying to achieve, whether it be financially, academically, whatever. It's a, at the end of the day, it's all superficial. <laughs> it's all superficial. Paul said he counts everything as loss for the surpassing knowledge of knowing Christ Jesus. 
his savior, his lover, his friend. And it's like, that's that's what it's all about. That's good, Bryce. Well, thank you so much for joining the All Together podcast. It was truly a blessing to have you on here. Thank you so much for dropping just incredible gems today. And I hope that everyone listening was encouraged. And if you were, send it to your friends who are struggling in their singleness journey or who would like to learn more about what do guys want? How can we become better so that we can be better spouses in the future? All right. Well, thanks again. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.